it's taken a while, despite 12 interest rate rises since May last year, but there are some growing signs that Australian consumers are close to their breaking point. But the big question, will that stop the Reserve Bank from delivering even more rate rises? Let's uh, get more on this now. The ABC senior business correspondent Peter Ryan joins us. Peter, what's the latest research telling us on that front? Well, good morning, Tom. Economists at the Swiss investment bank UBS see a sharp slowdown in economic growth by the end of the year as consumers really hit the brakes and deal with high inflation and the surging cost of living. UBS thinks the slowdown might have already hit by now around mid-year, but that's been delayed by the strength in the labour market with the jobless rate in May falling to 3.6% back to uh, close to a 50-year low. But big ticket retail spending is slowing and UBS sees an exposure to those retailers that uh, sell to middle Australia or might have been the beneficiaries from exuberant consumer spending during COVID or after the lockdowns lifted. There have also been a number of profit downgrades from Australian retailers and signs of a sudden stop in consumer spending. And UBS thinks that if the Reserve Bank keeps hiking interest rates, the risk of a recession would probably rise to around 50%. Now, worth noting, Peter, we will be seeing monthly inflation data tomorrow. A lot of eyes on that, I imagine. How could that perhaps prompt the Reserve Bank to uh, raise rates again next week? Well, there are a lot of concerns on the last reading when inflation spiked to 6.8% in the April monthly reading, but there are some hopes that that may have been a bit of an aberration and the May update could see inflation fall to maybe as low as 6% in the year to May. Uh, that's still well above the Reserve Bank's 2 to 3% target band. And as we know, uh, the board's been saying they'll do whatever it takes to pull inflation down, uh, even though inflation may show signs of softening. The RBA board might keep going with another rate hike and money markets are factoring in around about a 50-50 chance of that happening uh, next Tuesday, July the 4th. Speaking of interest rates, it's hard to ignore the RBA Governor Philip Lowe and all of this talk as to whether he's about to be axed or not. Could that be a risk to the RBA's independence if Mr Lowe's not renewed? Well, uh, the Treasurer, Jim Chalmers, says he'll be making a decision on Mr Lowe's reappointment or otherwise next month. But in the in the wake of the Reserve Bank review, uh, which recommends a shake-up uh, and also fallout from Philip Lowe's infamous signal uh, that rates would probably stay low until 2024, chances are that Mr Lowe won't see a second term or he might just get a, a shorter extension. But I've been speaking with the uh, New South Wales Liberal Senator Andrew Bragg, who's concerned that if Mr Lowe ends up being axed, which is a big possibility, the independence of the Reserve Bank could be damaged, especially if an independent governor, unpopular because he's raising rates during a hiking cycle, is removed. Well, Philip Lowe is doing his job by raising interest rates to try and rein in inflation. Now, this is a bitter pill to swallow for millions of Australians. He's doing his best, and I think it's most unfortunate that the government has provided so much uncertainty over his ongoing tenure. Philip Lowe is independent as RBA Governor, but it is the Treasurer who makes that decision, and he said that will be coming in July. But are you concerned that that might cast a shadow over the RBA Governor's independence? Well, an RBA Governor has not been removed during a tightening cycle. And that's for good reason, because the central bank has had independence for decades now. And it's very important that political interference doesn't undermine the independence of this institution. 
realistically, how do you rate the chances of Philip Lowe being reappointed? Well, the Treasurer has sent out his Labor Party backbenchers to attack Lowe personally for many months now. I don't want to put a number on the likelihood of Mr Lowe being reappointed, but I have to say it doesn't look very good. And if uh, Philip Lowe doesn't get a second term, even a shorter second term, does that Mm. send a troubling message to global markets or other central banks about the stability of the RBA? I think it would show that the government in Canberra is not committed to independent monetary policy, that they do want to interfere in what the RBA is doing. And I think removing a governor during a tightening cycle would make it very hard for the next governor to do their job. It is the New South Wales Liberal Senator Andrew Bragg speaking with Peter Ryan, who is with us. Peter, just quickly while we've got you there to this story, you've been following closely the scandal at PwC. Yesterday on the program, we were talking about the sale of its government business to that private equity firm and and for one dollar could there be more on the chopping block well it really is a crisis at pwc if you are selling off uh, your government business for one dollar and you know taking on massive liability if you're allegro funds but pwc's acting ceo Kristen stubbins faced a new south wales parliamentary committee yesterday Uh, she apologized once again being the first pwc person to put their head up in public and said pwc operatives who breached trust over that tax leak scandal would be facing serious uh, consequences and that's sale of PwC's government arm to Allegro Funds was mainly about protecting around 130 partners and also 2,000 staff who are understandably wondering if they're going to be having a job. Yeah. Now, Ms Stubbin said the firm was still finalising what parts of the business would go to Allegro, noting that more business units could be lopped off, um, such as the actuarial work being done for the New South Wales government insurer I care. Maybe it's restructuring division. So a long way to go was the damage control really moves into top gear. And as we were saying yesterday, there's a new chief executive, Kevin Burrows, getting ready to fly in from Singapore and he's going to have his work cut out. Yeah, challenging times ahead, I imagine. Good on you, Peter. Thank you very much for joining us. Peter Ryan with us there, the ABC Senior Business Correspondent.